Betul. Bag where got hair kan? Got lah. I'm a hairy Indian girl lah. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita. The podcast. So as you know, Douglas has been a bit of a bachelor recently <laughs> since his wife is in London. Yeah, there for three weeks. Uh, so the house uh, is just me, myself and I and Mia and Liam and <laughs> Mary and Brienne and Mishka and Mr. Orange. <laughs> but, but your helper is the one taking care of them lah, not you. Right? Oh yeah, Charissa. Thank God for Charissa, man. But uh, yeah, my wife is in London <laughs> now. Uh, no, she's in Paris now. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visiting her university friends because th- this bunch very close on the from Cambridge uh-huh. so yeah when we got married they came to Malaysia to attend our wedding then when they got married also we went to theirs lah. Yeah, one in Mauritius Ooh. one in Liechtenstein, Liechtenstein something like that I pronounce <laughs> and then yeah next week uh, she's going to go off to York to visit mm-hmm. her porter porter? Mm, yeah What's good all these Cambridge Atas people they live in accommodations called halls one you know like, halls yeah have, have you watched Harry Potter? yeah, yeah like that lah but without the magic that's all <laughs> Yeah, but uh, they've still kept in touch after all those years. Uh, so she's got a packed schedule. But yesterday, yesterday something happened that made her cancel all the activities of the day. Oh no, what? Stomach upset. Oh. <laughs> and I think I know why. Why? Because I looked at the Excel sheet for her holiday. Right? Wait, there's an Excel sheet of her holiday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's very organized. And she shared this with you? Yeah lah. So, so at least I know what, what's happening. So anyway, I looked at the sheet, right? Yeah. Ninety percent is makan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like it's going to Dishum lah, wow. Jamie Oliver, Gordon Ramsay. Then so there's bad. afternoon tea a few times at Fortnum and Mason. So my guess is lah, Kawan probably ate too much. <laughs> <laughs> but what's interesting uh, is usually usually we hear the stories right. The British come here, eat our Malaysian food and get stomach ache, correct? Or not? <laughs> That's true. This is the first time I hear. Uh, we all go there, eat and get tummy upset. No, like. Like, what happened here? Like her Malaysian stomach couldn't handle all the hygiene. <laughs> well, I hope she feels better soon. Fly uh, FM. So Douglas was just giving me an update on his wife's holiday in London, but something caught my attention. You said your wife has an Excel sheet of the holiday schedule. Yeah, what a nerd, right? <laughs> so bad, I know. No, because she does uh, ERP systems implementation and stuff, so she okay. loves putting stuff in computers. <laughs> But she shares the Excel sheet with you, mm. is it? Well, was it something that she always did even before you were married? Before we married, we got Excel. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, Windows nah. just only launched. <laughs> no lah, but did she? Did you share like itineraries yeah, with yeah, each yeah. other? Because yeah. I feel like there are some things you share more of with each other, or certain things you should do when you're married to make your partner feel more included. No, I'm, I'm guessing this is something I learn as I grow, but. Because I'm saying this Because I was at Jonathan's house The other day mm-hmm. And he was in his office Working right So I went to his office I tried to open the door To talk to him But yeah. the door was locked So I felt a bit weird about it Because it's just me there what? There are no kids To catch you here Okay maybe It's it's a reflex Because you, okay, you told me He used to live with housemates Right now he's living by himself Correct? Yeah. So maybe it's a habit thing. Like you go into your office, you lock the door, it's no, no, reflex. No, no. Well, no, no what? I, I don't think he used to lock the door even with the housemates. I'm quite sure he didn't lock the door. Oh, okay, up to you. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, I, when I asked him about it, he said it was because he liked the feeling of wanting his office door locked. He's like, oh, such a nice feeling. So that's oh, why he did that. I don't understand that. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> buy it either. I was Sorry, like, uh, Jonathan, I don't know. <laughs> we should talk about this and then maybe I'll understand you a bit more. I, I didn't understand it either because I just wanted to go and like, you know, talk to him or ask him about lunch. It's not like I wanted to go and catch out him or anything. So I was like, okay, whatever lah. But then later on, he came to me and he apologized. Oh, he could feel lah. You you didn't like it. 
Yeah, he felt something was off lah because I don't hide my feelings, right? I don't hide my facial expressions <laughs> also. So he apologized and he said, "Okay, next time in our house there will be no locked doors in our marriage." Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that then, was nice. Then after that, you all get married and you're staying in the same house, right? He's yeah. nicely sitting on the throne there. You <laughs> you open the door, you'll be the one shouting. Next time, lock the door, lah. <laughs> Fly FM. So a pickup truck in Thailand had free stuff stuck to it for people to take. This fella actually crashed into a grocery store and kept driving. <laughs> <laughs> it actually looked like it. Okay, the pickup truck in Chiang Rai had like candy, snacks, even face masks, all stuck to it with a sign that said "Grab it for free." Huh? In a TikTok video, pedestrians were like running up to the truck and taking all the free stuff, like just grabbing it. Ah, yo, I I think people in Thailand are, are just more trusting because if I was there and, and it was a kid or what, right? I would mm-hmm. not take stuff that stuck to a truck, man. <laughs> right? How I know? Maybe there's bad guys inside like trying to bait me with the keropok. Then I go near and they snatch me and gonna kidnap. Oh my god! But if it's a public area and it's bright and lots of people are there and like they're doing it as well, it should be okay, lah. I think. Yeah, and then what if the food it, like is harmful, like inside they fill up with poison or something? <laughs> But they're fully sealed, so it should be safe. Okay, so what you're saying is that if you were there, uh-huh. you would taekwondo all these tieflers aside and grab the snacks for yourself, lah. <laughs> That's why <laughs> you'll be okay with this blatant, suspicious act of charity. Well, are you okay? This happened in Chiang Rai, where crime rates are really low, so it's oh. it's not as cut cutthroat or scary as Bangkok, right? Chiang Rai It's like a bit more chill, more community centric, right, right. uh, like more laid back. I've actually been to Chiang Rai and from what I experienced, the people who travel there just want to like spend time in nature, go to temples or volunteer type. <laughs> they don't want to do anything bad, one. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess when in Chiang Rai, do as Chiang Raians do, lah. I mean, I, I, but I do hope these Thai people are aware that this doesn't happen everywhere. Yeah. So I don't want to. They come to Malaysia, right? then they see our roti man and go out of their minds. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wow, this motorbike is exploding with free snacks, nah. <laughs> Fly FM. In Chiang Rai, there was a truck with snacks and stuff stuck to it, and kids could just like come up and take what they wanted for free. Yeah, and I expressed my concern because it sounded too good to be true, lah. I mean, like you're you're giving stuff away, mm. but where is the party logo on the packaging? <laughs> <laughs> Surely you need to put your face big, big there so people know who is making this sumbangan, right? <laughs> but then, but then, like Juanita had been to Chiang Rai and experienced their sincere charitable nature. Yeah, Douglas, you're not synonymous with charity. <laughs> <laughs> But you have a story, right? Yeah, I very rarely uh, do free shows for comedy and emceeing. But if it's something I'm not known for, something I'm not good at, then then yeah, okay. Okay, so like singing. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> No lah, like if you want me to show up and play tennis, for example, to raise money for some charity, sure, no charge lah, right? Really, But yeah. if you want me to go and do stand up, then pay lah. But I hear you do cheaper shows for college and universities. Yeah, yeah, that's not charity, ah, that is business strategy. Oh. Yeah, I, f- I figure if I make a good impression on college and uni kids, then mm-hmm. when they grow up and they join the workforce, then they, they will eventually invite me to perform at their company dinner. Then I charge cow cow. <laughs> 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 no, but there was this uh, one time. And if you do the math, right? Mm-hmm. I actually ended up paying to do an MC gig. You paid to MC, mm, not mm. someone paid nope, you. No. <laughs> How did that happen? <sighs> Stupid, right? Okay, uh, <laughs> it was for a wedding. So this acquaintance uh, asked like, if I could MC his wedding. I said, said okay, but I'm also a professional MC, so you have to pay, lah. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, don't worry, I'll give you ang pao. Oh. Okay, okay, fair enough. Okay. You look, you should know how much to put in the ang pao. My rates are available online. Just go and check it out, right? Uh-huh. At the end of the night, he gives me the ang pao and mm, felt a bit light. Oh no! <sighs> so maybe it's a check. 
Who knows? I, 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 you know, you 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 bersangka baik lah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Go into the car, open it, fifty ringgit. Fifty ringgit. Yeah, yeah, nah. That's terrible. But wait, you said you paid to MC. Yeah, no, so. because I also gave him a wedding angpao. Oh, it's the polite yeah. thing to do, right? When you go to someone's <laughs> wedding, you give him. I gave him hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> so, if, so if you do the calculation, now I rugi hundred bucks. You know. Teru. So for your wedding, yeah, yeah. If you want me to MC, you make you don't put fifty, yeah. Okay, okay. I won't. I, I put fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. If you're listening to this and your father got married like maybe four or five times, you're thinking you're a throat fuller. Well, be grateful. He's not like this Saudi man who got married 53 times in 43 years. You know what they say, lah, right? If at first you don't succeed, try 53 times. <laughs> <laughs> Like it should be illegal to marry this many times. I he's, know, man. He's 63 years old, and his name is Abu Abdullah. In case you were wondering, right? <laughs> Apparently, he said his decision to marry so many times was not for seeking personal pleasure, mm-hmm. but in hopes of looking for peace and stability. His first marriage was when he was 20, and he said that after a while, problems kept happening, so he decided to, you know, keep remarrying and divorcing. You know the definition of insanity, right? Yeah, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Exactly. Exactly. So, mm. what's this guy actually trying to achieve, right? <laughs> if he, if it is like as he says for peace and stability, yeah. then you need to eat, pray, love, ma. Correct? Yeah. You can't just love, 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 love. <laughs> also, just thinking out loud here, lah. Maybe the problem is not the fifty-three wives, lah. Yeah, because they they are all different people. What is the one concern here, Mister Abu Abdullah? <laughs> yeah. So far, far, understood, lah. Maybe he's looking for the one. That Come on, lah! That is mathematically unattainable. Because then you would need to go through almost like four billion people on Earth, right? It's impossible to find the one. Right? For me, you know, you just need to find someone you love mm-hmm. and hope they love you back. <laughs> and if they don't, there's always black magic, lah. <laughs> joking, ah, no. joking. Don't do. I believe that there is the right person for you in life. Like maybe not one right person, because it also depends on circumstances, yeah. right? Like death. So, so, so some people can have like maybe two though. <laughs> but I also believe in fate and how you eventually find the right person. Oh, okay. like, but only if you make space for them, though. So if you yourself are not ready to be a husband or wife, and it doesn't happen, then maybe it's not it's not your time. Yeah, yeah. I also believe you have to make room for people to come and stay. Like if you can't be married to someone, then expect to find the one, <laughs> and you can't be half sure about one relationship that you're in, and at the same time expect to find someone else that you're sure about. What what Wanita is saying is basically don't be like this guy who tried 53 times. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> Because also not. how. Excited can you be at your fifty third wedding? All right, no, you've done so many times. He's probably just calling his friend and like, eh, getting married again, ah, uh, we just bought luck lah this time. <laughs> just bring over the leftovers from the previous wedding lah. Kesian the wife, right? So sad. Fly FM. So we saw the story of a man who married fifty three times because he's trying to find the right one. But we're wondering, what have you tried so many times, but you're still so bad at, Billy? Hey guys. So what do you not know how to do? Still, laundry, 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 laundry. When was the first time you tried to do laundry? So I'm 25 now. I've been trying to do laundry since I was 12. Have not figured it out. I'm horrible at it. 12 years old is very young. And did anybody teach you at least? Nobody taught me. I just hunt them lah. I you know <laughs> I watch YouTube videos. But the thing is, everyone in the videos got different machines. Your parents didn't teach you? No, my mom is very good at laundry. Oh my goodness! But she is a horrible teacher. She <laughs> from Kandahar, and they're not known for their patience and understanding. <laughs> I get panicked lah. So what happened? 
the first time you did laundry? To this day, my white clothes will have like purple blotches on it. Some clothes will shrink. Some get bigger. Koya a bit. And like the worst thing is like some of my clothes, they will smell worse than before. Your clothes smell worse after <laughs> washing? I don't know how. It's not possible. How long do you leave it in the washer after you wash it? Before you hang it oh, out? Yeah, that, uh, oh, yeah. I'll finish the laundry in the machine. And then I sometimes forget about it. And I come back the next day or two. That's why I bow masam. Okay, huh? you can... Well, you just need to separate your colors, first of all. <laughs> like, <laughs> grow all the same colors together. And uh-huh. then, I think if you use fabric softener, and you use a little bit more than you should, your clothes will still smell like fabric softener, even though you leave it in the washing machine oh, for a while. Okay, okay. Are you sure or not? You, you're not simply bluffing beneath. <laughs> no, no. This is... I so, I so same. I so leave it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> does, this, does this trick work with other things? Like, so if I bathe with fabric softener, does that mean I don't have to bathe for uh, the next two days? Uh, uh, <laughs> you try and see tomorrow, you'll come back without hair. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. <laughs> Fly FM. So Japan has over 90,000 people aged over 100 years old. So you're going to make a joke of when I'm moving there, right? No lah, you're too old already. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so people in Japan, right, they apparently live long lives because of their healthy diets and easy accessibility to healthcare. Okay. Um, Japan also has the second highest life expectancy in the world after, get this, Hong Kong. Chop. Hong Kong <laughs> yeah. Hong Kong is number one In terms of life expectancy <laughs> Followed by Japan Correct I think I found a pattern here man What? If China doesn't like you You live very long <laughs> <laughs> Right? Hong Kong, Japan Dalai Lama You see? <laughs> Um, I, I once saw this video of this lady, right? She was the oldest lady on earth at that point. Uh. Also Japanese. She said the secret to her long life was that she ate three eggs every morning since she was young. I don't know lah because I've also read like yeah. similar articles. There was this French uh, centenarian who said that the secret to her long life was yeah. drinking, you know, the, the French happy juice, <laughs> yeah, the red yeah, colour yeah. one, right? And, and eating lots of cheese. Uh-huh. And then there was this, uh, uh, this ancient looking fellow from China who said he basically ate goji berry and practiced cheese. Okay, so which one is the truth then? I think the truth is that old people lie. (laughs) (laughs) I think because they got nothing much to do, right? They're not working anymore. So they just make up stories to tell young people like us. And and they don't even care if you catch them lying, you know. They'll just say they can't remember, right? (laughs) You you can be like, hey, Ato, you know, you you say you didn't take the money, but why is it in your bank account? (laughs) You'll be like, I don't know how we got there. I don't remember signing everything. (laughs) <laughs> no, then why are these all these handbags in your house? Uh, is this my house? I don't know. Fly FM. We were talking about how Japan has so many people above the age of 100. And to find out more, we have our field correspondent, Gang Ho, at a Japanese retirement home to ask the seniors the secret to a long life. He's on the phone with us. Hello, Gang Ho. Hello, Fly FM studio. Gang Ho here in the Japan. Uh, it's very beautiful, but everybody here is so rude, you know. They keep calling me a dog name. A dog? What, what are they calling you? Don't know, uh, these Japanese people. Oh, uh, he call me a uh, Konichiwawa. Konichiwawa. So I shouted back at them. Uh, hey, Koni Budok. Uh. Gang Ho, uh, <laughs> I think they were saying Konichiwa. It's a, it's a greeting. Yeah. Hiyo. Then just say, Selamat pagi. Uh, or, hey, I thought you died already, you know. Something friendly like that, ma. Gang Ho, can you focus, okay? Focus a little bit. So are you at the retirement home? Uh, yeah. I see everyone here uh, is a uh, very slow moving and uh, weak uh, looking. Uh. So correct, uh, I think I'm at the tired home. <sighs> no gang ho, not, not tired home, retirement home where elderly people go to live quietly and have people take care of them because they don't have to work anymore. Huh? 
don't have to work anymore. What is that? I thought once you become very old, you try and run for prime minister and work some more, ma. Gao, can you just go and ask one of the residents how to live longer, please? Okay, I think I am here at the lobby. I go ask one person. Wait, why suddenly got one dentist here, one? Huh? Yeah. He just give me a cup of water ah, and got the teeth inside, you know. <laughs> hey, thank you, ah, uncle. I keep it as a souvenir. Those are his dentures. Gang, Gang Ho, give it back. Gang Ho, quickly hurry up and interview a resident, please. Okay, uh, okay. Hey, excuse uh, auntie. Auntie. Yeah, okay. So, I want... Huh? No, no. I am Gang Ho. Gang, Gang Ho, who is Sakura? I don't know who is the Sakura. What's the auntie saying, Gang Ho? I don't know. Lah. This auntie, I think the otak tak center. Lah. She think I am her granddaughter Sakura. Now she's braiding my hair. Gang Ho, that is not your papa. Uh, okay, uh, thank you, auntie. Now no, suddenly she give me an ang pao for the train and told me to study hard and find husband. <laughs> okay, auntie, I will try my best. Gang Ho, just ask them how they live longer. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Now they all taking us outside uh, to this uh, to hot spring uh, for the bathing. It's called the Ong Seng. Uh. Wow, everyone must bogey one. Uh. <laughs> Cannot. Uh. I, sh- I shy after I make everybody jealous. Because uh, you know what they say about the Japanese people. Uh. Okay, Gang Ho, enough. We're out of time anyway. Thank you. Fly FM. So we did some spring cleaning in the studio recently and we found this uh, radio receiver. But the signal I was picking up might be from another universe. It's time for... Multiverse Radio. In this universe, we found out that the radio announcers may be of a different age than we're <laughs> used to. Let's listen in. Good morning, everybody. Now already 4am. Time to wake up, eh, sleepy people. Okay, you are listening to Flippy PPFM with me, little Dagi Boy Abdullah and Tini Nita. Selamat pagi. Hi, Dagi. Did you have a good nappy time today? Yeah, yeah, I did. I sleep on my ma- um, belly and I wake up three times to ask for the nenen. And then I make, <laughs> I make a big mess in the diaper. Wow. I did as well But my diaper is bigger than yours Hey, mother huh? My diaper is bigger than your diaper And your mother diaper No, mine's bigger Tini Nita What? You want to play sowok sowok? No, 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 no Okay Okay, you go and sowok I will count to 100 Okay Satu Dua Empat belas Triangle Tujuh ribu one hundred. You can't find me. Who said I can? You are there under the table. Oh, you found me. Oh, I win. Okay, now it's a listener's time to win the prizes. Also, okay, be the first call to win a big fluffy bear. Hello, hello, hello. Who is this? Is this Papa? Is it my Papa? No. What your Papa? I ask if it's my Papa. This is not your Papa. Your Papa is different than my Papa. Oh, is it your Papa? I don't, I'm not sure Bapa, Bapa, I'm very tired already I, I, I want to go home Me too, let's go home Hey <laughs> <laughs> at, no, at least in our universe uh, We've got angel baby In that universe got demon baby <laughs> Fly FM So apparently Babies in the womb Can taste what their mothers are eating so my heart then goes out to all Singaporean fetuses. <laughs> <laughs> to all Singaporean mothers, if you love your child, please go to JB when you're pregnant. <laughs> so the study used ultrasound imaging, right? And they found that a lot of fetuses were recorded smiling when their mothers ate a carrot. Okay. But were also recorded uh, doing a cry face like a... Uh, 
sad face when your mother's ate kale. What what is kale? It's a yucky vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> no lah, it's just a type of leafy vegetable that uh, Americans are obsessed with at the moment. Okay. But back to the story, uh, researchers concluded that we actually develop a preference for like certain flavors while we are still in the womb. Ooh. So this makes sense to me because as far as I know, usually kids will follow their parents' taste buds. Like uh, my niece and my nephew, for example, right? They love raw vegetables, like my sister. And it's weird because she's the only one in our entire family that really likes to eat raw vegetables. But I don't think this needs to be done in the womb. Right, the fact that you live in a household that has access to raw vegetables mm. could contribute to this behavior. So, ma, like you are there, you see your mother munching on tauge, you also a whack, lah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> like my other sister, she loves cooking Italian food, right? It's like almost an everyday thing. Okay. but not all her kids like it. Like she also loves cooking curry, and her kids don't like that at all. <laughs> in fact, one of my nephews, I like, only drank milk at one point, and one day I was, you know, I had to help him wash his bum bum. His poop was white. <laughs> <laughs> This the this one the sister married Masale one is it? Ah uh, uh, yes. Ah, so. <laughs> I was afraid to say which which one because you know if they listen to this they'll be embarrassed. But yes, no mother Mary okay, Masale. Probably understandable. Uh, that's what the poop is what right? because white white fellow ma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, white people poo so white color. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how I don't know how true this research is lah because okay my brother and his wife. Uh-huh. Are both vegetable eaters Okay But their kids Will gag At the sight of a single <laughs> vegetable They want just drama No la. seriously They see one small Spring onion on their fried rice uh, They're yeah. like full exorcist You know <laughs> bleh, Stuff like that <laughs> Which is Which is different from like My dog Mia Who will eat dog food Chinese food He eats everything Yeah right? Rubber band Chicha Sofa <laughs> That day I caught her eating 20 cent no? My dog literally uh, Makan duit one <laughs> But in Malaysia nothing will happen lah <laughs> some fun Fly FM so this is pretty cool these horror movie directors got the job by faking their death on a zoom call wow that means if they were directing a romance they're going to fake kiss each other is it yuck <laughs> So they're the new directors of the uh, upcoming Final Destination movie, oh. yeah, which is a series of like horror movies where the characters yeah, yeah, die yeah. from random everyday things, right? Yeah. I'm sure you know that one. So they got their job because they ended their Zoom call in a super epic, scary way. What they did was towards the end of the Zoom call, the fireplace behind one of the directors burst into flames. Okay. They managed to put it out, but then the ceiling fan came crashing down <laughs> and chopped his head off. He got decapitated. How, how did they fake that part? They pre-recorded it, oh, but oh, clever. It, yeah, but that part really impressed the interviewers um, And it showed that they really put a lot of like thought and effort into the pitch And that's what got them hired I've heard of people who pitch this way well, you know, uh, Like, you know the Netflix show you about the friendly stalker Oh, yeah, joke? yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently the writer uh, pitched this show to the Netflix executives uh-huh. By casually revealing stuff about them Like, oh, oh, you know, your family stays here, right? Your daughter goes to this school, right? No way Last night you ate dinner here, remember? And like, it, it freaked them out Because yeah. she was showing them Hey, this stalking thing is real People like Stalker Joe actually exist uh-huh. and, and she got the job Yeah, and it's so easy to like, you know, stalk people yeah, online, right? Yeah, social media and everything, yeah That could have also gone badly though If you think about it Like they could have been creeped out by her knowing so much about them <laughs> And then they could have taken it the wrong way mm-hmm. But it's cool that it worked I guess she took the risk, la, that's why, yes. right? Yes, because in these pitching sessions, right? 10,000 yeah. people will come and show you what they know mm-hmm. But if one fuller 
if you if you go and you make them laugh or you shock them, it will make a big impression. One. Yeah. I remember when I auditioned for P Ramli the musical, I did something quite cheeky because okay, P Ramli the musical, the creative and uh, production team yep. were the same fellas that did Putri Gunung Ledang the musical. Oh, that was big, huge that yeah. one, very popular. So I went in and I said, okay, I will sing a song from Putri Gunung Ledang. So brave, angkat a bit lah. They thought I was going to sing Hang Tua Solo. Okay. No man, I sang Tiara Jacqueline's Asmara Dana, <laughs> complete with princess dance and everything. <laughs> the ugliest princess they ever saw. <laughs> Can you preview a bit how you did it? Let it lah. Asmara Dana. <laughs> but you got the part lah, so it worked, right? That's good. Yes, but also because Douglas Lim lah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. Fly FM. So the new Final Destination movie will be directed by new guys because they impressed the producers during the Zoom interview by faking their own death. Yes, a bit extreme if you ask me. <laughs> But no, we all do things to impress people. Because mm-hmm. I remember a bit of an embarrassing story. I used to have this <laughs> rival in my youth theatre group, lah. Okay. His name was Samson. <gasps> Did he have long hair and was he very strong? <laughs> theatre group, lah, not Bible group. <laughs> No, but he was very charming, and he got the attention from all the girls, right? right. So, so one day we were supposed to do this trip to the museum. So I thought I want to impress people. So I purposely went there a few days before <gasps> to look at the exhibits and memorize the captions, just so you could pretend like you paling pandai during the trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember it's, it's so childish, lah. You, know, I spent I spent quite a lot of time at the Wayang Kulit exhibit, like memorizing all the terminology. <laughs> Like who's what is wow. the dalang? What's what's the dian and the difference between the wayang kulit Melayu versus the wayang kulit Gede and all? But then I uh, wasted no because on the day of the trip uh-huh. we skipped the wayang kulit exhibit altogether because of because of time constraints. So I mean you know if you ever need any wayang kulit trivia, please feel free to ask me. <laughs> Okay lah. Since you tell an embarrassing story, I should tell one. Um, I tried impressing older girls when I was like 12, right? They were about 15, 16. Oh, to join the gang lah. Yeah, okay. they all started shaving their legs already. So, <laughs> so I wanted listen. I wanted to fit in and talk to them about this. So I went and I shaved my legs also. But when I went to church with the skirt and I was talking to one of the girls. I realized I only shaved the front of my legs, the back all. I didn't shave huh? because I didn't know that I had to shave the back of my legs. Back, so the, back, where got hair one? God lah, I'm a hairy Indian girl lah. <laughs> so I only shaved the shin part, you know, behind all that. What you could have done was just stood with your back against the wall, right? Easy save them. They're like Nita, come join us lah. You're like no, you come join me. I ain't leaving this wall. <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly 